1: This week, I'm joined by Aaron DiCaprio, who is the U.S. Head of Programs at Accelerant, and he joins me from Philadelphia today. Welcome to the show, Aaron.
0: Hey, Nick. How are you? Thanks for having me.
1: Aaron, it's a pleasure to have you joining us on the show today. Really looking forward to hearing more about the great work you're doing there at Accelerant. Before we start, though, as ever, it'd be great for our listeners just to find out a little bit more about your background and what the story was that led to you joining accelerant so would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit more about that
0: oh sure sure yeah so uh, i'm an attorney so please don't hold that against me <laughs> uh, you know a lot of people joke that i'm uh you know I- i'm a lawyer and i'm also an in insurance you know where's the third strike going to come from but uh <laughs> unless, um, you know I-, I was doing insurance defense litigation OGS, oh, a number of years ago and like a lot of people sort of just fell into the uh, the business side of the insurance industry so I- i've always been involved in program business having worked for a number of both publicly and privately held you know mgas program administrators you know retailers in their affinity divisions um so i've seen the the good the bad the ugly you know a lot of ugly but fortunately uh, a lot of good too and yeah and uh, and i was doing uh, consulting for the last uh f- well prior to joining accelerant for the last five years where i was helping um, to develop programs and uh, you know broker business and do some m a and you know, a lot of the the relationships that I, uh, that I built, one of them um, of which is uh, one of the guys who had uh, recruited me over to Accelerant and said, Hey, listen, we got something really cool happening. We think you should, uh, we think you'd be interested in, uh, in pointing. And, you know, when he started telling me it was a, you know, a new carrier here in the U S being launched, I was kind of like, all right, well, there's a lot of them doing that. You know, what makes you guys so unique and different. And after, you know, hearing the the story, which, you know, I'll go into in, in detail and provide you with some attributes in a little bit. Yeah. I was, you know, I was I was on board I was hooked um I thought they were doing something truly uh, unique and special and uh yeah, so you know here I am right now building out uh accelerant here in the uh, the u s with an awesome team
1: fantastic Aaron, fantastic we certainly won't let your defense litigation background won't hold that against you just know that that was actually a well trodden path on the insurance coffee as we've had many guests from a similar background actually and also that was actually what what I trained to do myself in London. So we certainly won't hold that against you. And it's it's actually quite amazing the amount of people who do make that switch from the legal side into the insurance side, because I think it's just such a fascinating part of the insurance industry. And There's a lot of benefits there. Aaron, before we kick off, as we are in the insurance coffee house today, can I ask you what your go-to coffee of choice is in the morning?
0: Oh so I actually don't have a go to uh, coffee. I, I don't drink coffee anymore, but when I was drinking coffee, it was uh, a red eye. So it was a uh, black coffee with a double shot of espresso.
1: Oh nice. It is it certainly sounds pretty strong that that stuff. But Aaron, if you could give our listeners a little bit more of insight into the business and a snapshot where you are with the company at the moment.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. I think as I just mentioned, you know, we are an insurance company, you know, focusing on uh, program business and You know, really in its uh, most simplest terms, you're a carrier that's creating a new um, specialty insurance, you know, ecosystem through our uh, platform, which is akin to a a risk exchange. So it it really gives MGU's and program administrators better, uh, more integrated data technology, you know, shared risk, you know, a lot more uh, greater transparency. Yeah. So we're kind of flipping the traditional model of uh, what people think of a carrier on its head, you know, as far as you know, where we've, uh, you know, come from, I mean, you know, we've come a long way in a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. The U S team started to assemble, you know, last October, I was employee number three. Now we have roughly, you know, 45 team members here in the U S and over a hundred globally. Everybody within the organization is of the mindset that the uh, traditional carrier model is, uh, is broken and really needs to, needs an overhaul. So we've actually branded ourselves as the, uh, the non-carrier carrier. carrier. We're going to be, you know, (laughs) faster, faster, more nimble, more creative, you know, more, more responsive. A good example of just that is, you know, the week before Thanksgiving here in the US, uh, we were looking at a, a program opportunity, a submission that had come into us. And um, we we liked it, put out an, a letter of intent on the opportunity the night before Thanksgiving. And then we had them writing their first policy uh, in early January. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's sort of uh you know how quickly we've been we've been moving along and then our official launch uh, was in January uh, last January and um, we currently have 15 uh, 15 members where we provide the capacity for their SME insurance uh, program business and by the way we also call our our partner you know mGUs MGAs, and orchestrators we call them members because we're you know really highly selected with whom we're uh, supporting and we feel that, again there's something you know truly special about what we're uh, doing and creating in addition to those 15 members that we uh, currently support, we probably have about another, oh geez, another seven to 10 uh, members going through the onboarding process. As we speak so, certainly you know, hit the hit ground running. I mean, we're we move we move fast, and we've been able to uh, you know bring a lot of a lot of these you know member partners on board in a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you're moving very quickly indeed. In terms of those member partners, is it all focused around? SME insurance or is there a a wider programs as well that you look at as well
0: yeah so it's primarily focused on SME business you know we want our partners to be you know 10 inches wide and 10 inches wide and a mile deep in a space so they know their craft they know it well they have you know high expertise in underwriting and they also have the distribution is set up that's what we found to be you know the two pillars that are a a good recipe for for us
1: great stuff thank you Aaron what would you say are the key benefits or solutions that you provide to the policyholders or to your member partners?
0: Sure, sure. Good question. So, I mean, in addition to what I mentioned before about, you know, the data and the tech integration and the sharing of risk and also, you know, certainly the, the greater transparency. I think what's also really, you know, cool and unique about what Sonar is doing, and it's also one of the things that, you know, really um, hooked me into uh, joining the organization is, is a five-year, you know, commitment to uh, so a five-year contract, if you will. Um, no other care in the market is in this. So, you know, our long-term contract, you know, provides our members with, you know, peace of mind. So it gives them, you know, stability, predictability. You know, they don't have to worry about year in, year out having to renegotiate, you know, the terms of their uh, their deal. They can just focus on, you know, underwriting and growing their business. You know it also um i mean we've, we've also heard you know plenty of stories where you know a market has a knee-jerk reaction to what's going on in the uh in the industry and then they um they pull the plug on a on a program without you know any or little notice uh, to the administrator or maybe that new management joins the carrier and they have a different underwriting philosophy on their business and they start tinkering with the guidelines and the rates and next thing you know nobody's making any money so you know, with us, you get a uh, you get a five year deal, and you know, again, that provides that uh, that peace of mind and you know predictability, stability, and rather than the program administrator being in dire straits, you really don't have to worry about that with us.
1: Does that certainty does that allow for better underwriting as well? They know there's that long term commitment, and it's not think not everything needs to be done in in year one. Does that help?
0: Yeah, good question. You know, I, I think it does. However, with that said, I mean we're we're really looking at um, our members. We're putting them under a microscope, if you will. So we really want to make sure that, you know, they're focusing on, you know, underwriting and uh, distribution, you know, all with an eye towards, you know, profitability. Mm-hmm. So we don't want the underwriting integrity to be compromised by any stretch. Um, so I do think that, you know, they realize they have five years with us and, you know, we're not going to be going anywhere. So if, if for example, they um, they don't hit their numbers in in year one, well, they, they have, you know, four more years to do so. And at the end of the day, we just want to see what the accelerated path to both scalability and profitability look like and what the business plan to, to get back on track to hitting their, their numbers. So again, you know, we're, we're pretty patient. And as I mentioned, you know, we're, we're very selective and I feel that the members that we currently have on board and the ones that are currently going through the onboarding process, we've done a really good job of, you know, vetting them. And there's certainly an alignment of interest where everybody knows what the, the long-term goal is to, you know, really have a, a profitable uh, program
1: yeah it sounds like a really forward-thinking business there in terms of looking forward how do you see the insurance market developing over the next few years and what are the companies that are going to be successful during these times
0: sure sure so, you know, I, I think really over the next uh, next five years you're looking at you know, you know technology and, and data really you know playing a key role um, mm-hmm. in aspects of the industry around distribution customer experience underwriting and pricing, and then, you know, probably claims too. On the distribution side, I think that really data has enabled, you know, more online, you know, distribution channels than ever before. That's probably going to continue to grow, including embedded insurance, which I had mentioned before. And then also ecosystems that, you know, bring insurance products together with, you know, non-insurance products. So bundling those, those two products together to provide, you know, more synergies than existed, you know, in the past. Customer experience side, we've seen it with, you know, you know, Amazon and these other you know online stores where everybody expects you know fast, you know friendly, you know quick, you know service and turnaround. Where if you want something, you want it right then and there. So I think in the insurance industry, you know, using you know external data sources to replace manual data entry, chat bots, machine learning type products, and and I think just more you know automated back end processes will certainly you know help in that regard. On the underwriting and pricing side, you know risk selection and pricing will probably uh, continue to become, you know, more granular to probably lead to, you know, new products and uh, more simplified existing products. And those products will probably become, you know, less reliant on, again, manual underwriting. We'll probably see more products, you know, reaching a state of, you know, quote unquote, instant issue. I also think usage-based insurance will uh, continue to evolve. I mean, we're seeing a lot of those types of, you know, opportunities, you know, come to us. And I think that those types of, uh, you know, products will, um, Will continue to uh be at the forefront hmm. on the claim side um probably risk risk monitoring prevention and mitigation is uh, is improving because there is more access to uh to better data and they're also using you know sensors and devices to mitigate loss and also analyze what the insurers are doing for example you know what their you know driving behavior um there's also the use of uh, of drones which has been uh, implemented throughout the claims process too so yeah, I think there's a lot of really cool things, you know, going on on the on the claim side. So, really, you know, those types of attributes, you know, if a company can incorporate them into their their five-year plan, they should be uh, you know, successful. Um, really from, you know, from a historical perspective, um, you could probably, you know, break down the last few years as uh, you know, Insurtech 1.0, Insurtech 2.0, and then what I'll call insuretech 3.0, which is really Accelerant 3.0. Right? I got to put the pitch in there for Accelerant. <laughs> but, you know, really with probably with insuretech 1.0, you know, we saw the uh, the innovation uh, in the direct-to-consumer space. You know, that happened in the personal lines. You know, segments with um, you know the lemonades and hippos of the world. Mm. You know, they made it really easy and cheap and, and possible to buy insurance. It was, was processed, so it was like high frequency, low severity, and you know, it was a, a natural fit for automation and uh, and technology progress. You know, then you know came along. You know, insuretech 2.0, bringing you know more innovation to the commercial space compared to you know personal lines. I think Next Insurance is probably one of the leaders in that regard. And then, you know, again, as I mentioned, you know, a few moments ago, Accelerant three you know, really could be likened to you know the progress at the uh, at the data layer, so making it possible to um, you know underwrite more meaningful risk with uh, with better transparency, you know, better data, better technology, you know, that really optimizes that uh, that risk exchange. Um, so that's really where where we're coming in at Accelerant. Um, again, you know, if you think of us as. You know, insuretech 3.0, accelerant 3.0. That's that's uh, that's our model, and that's how we're kind of the insurance program space on its yeah. head.
1: Do you collaborate with many other insuretechs to provide technology solutions for your partners as well?
0: Yeah, we sometimes do. Certainly, you know, there's a, a lot of intriguing uh, businesses out there in the insuretech space where they make it really, really easy to for our members to transact business, underwrite risk. And, uh, and also manage claims so yeah. whenever we can you know we're happy to, to engage in those types of uh, relationships and dialogue you know at the end of the day you know we're trying to provide you know supportive capacity not just the insurance paper but all other types of you know services that we could that we provide to our members to really help them grow their business and do so in a profitable manner
1: fantastic fantastic sounds like a great opportunity for mgas aaron we've reached the time of this show now the espresso round where the Questions are short, sharp, and straight to the point. I know you're not a coffee drinker anymore, but are you ready for the espresso round?
0: I'm I'm ready. Like I said before, I used to have a double shot of espresso in the uh, in the red eye, so I'm ready. Great stuff.
1: The espresso round, Aaron. What percentage of your employees are from a traditional insurance background as opposed to outside of the insurance industry?
0: Sure. So I would say probably the majority of our team members are from the insurance industry. However, with that said, it seems recently more and more of our uh, new hires are coming from uh, data and technology. So yeah. as I mentioned before, I was, you know, employee number 3 on the distribution team. There's uh, you know, a handful of us, but it seems like all the new hires now are coming from data and technology. So I I, I expect that they'll soon outnumber, you know, our uh, insurance people if if they don't uh, do so already. And again, that's that's really a commitment to our heavy heavy investment in data and technology, and what we're trying to do in that uh, that insurance risk exchange ecosystem.
1: Great. And what are the personality traits that suit working for a business like yours?
0: Yeah. So I, I found that you know those who subscribe to a work hard, play hard mentality who also embrace being of a high performing team Hmm. those are the ones that are typically um you know successful in in our type of work environments i mean i've always been involved in sports and on teams and you know, at the end of the day you know there's there's no egos you know leave your ego at the door everybody has to you know pull together and um you know and and focus on the long-term goal yeah we have a we have a a no jerks allowed uh (laughs) um sign basically at, at xr and so again and you know the people at xr are, are are great everybody you know work extremely hard they know what the end game is and again they subscribe to that you know work hard you know play hard mentality you know, their sleeves and get their, uh, their hands dirty
1: great thank you aaron you've obviously going through and have been through a very fast period of growth there so what are the opportunities that you do provide to high performing talent
0: sure so i mean you know the typical, you know, salary and benefits and you know other perks, uh, bonuses. You know, which again is uh, is very you know competitive and excellent. I think really the the opportunity, as I mentioned earlier, I mean we're building a a tech fueled risk exchange that is uh, incredibly unique to our industry. So, being a part of the highly talented you know team responsible for you know its design, implementation, and execution, I think that really you know speaks volumes. So. I mean, I like you also have the opportunity to engage thought leaders from all facets of our industry. So you know that, with you know, building you know a startup that really is moving extremely fast, you know, creates an invaluable learning experience. So yeah. again, with the the competitive you know salary, bonus, benefits, whatever. I mean, but really the overall opportunity with being a part of something you know truly special and unique. Um, I think that's really the um, the opportunity for you know talent who. Um, really fit what i described before.
1: When you are recruiting out of the insurance industry, when you're looking at people who might be working for other mainstream, well, for mainstream carriers with traditional incumbent carriers, are there any skills or any experience that you see lacking there when it comes to those hires?
0: So I think in the insure tech space, there seems to be um, a lot of really good ideas coming out of um, technology. People with data and tech backgrounds. What they don't have is the insurance uh, knowledge. So what we're trying to do is hire people who have some insurance experience and also a lot, you know, that data and tech uh, background as well. So um, if you find if if we find those types of um, talented individuals, then you know certainly you know we want to uh, talk with them and engage them about you know joining our team because I, I think right now they're um, they're a dime a dozen, not a dime, they're not a dime a dozen. We're trying to find. You know those uh, those folks again to have a, a blend of the insurance and the tech background. I mean that's uh, that's truly invaluable because there are many that that are out there that could that could span both sides of the uh, the fence.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if there are insurance executives or leaders out there who are considering that next step, considering joining a technology-enabled insurance business and insure tech. Insuretech 3.0 what would your advice be to them to what should they be doing at the moment to make that transition successful
0: at the outset i mean if it's an if it's in tech then it's going to be a fast-paced environment so they really need to uh be prepared to work extremely long hours and do everything that's uh, asked of you i mean one day you may be the hr person the next day you might be handling compliance issues and the day after that you might be creating content for uh for the website so <laughs> need to be prepared to you know do whatever it takes to uh to really get the job done
1: great great we've almost reached the end of our time today in the insurance coffee house Aaron it's been brilliant to have you on the show before we go though do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners and how would they go about contacting you after the show
0: yeah so uh you know in short you know we're doing something really unique and special and um we feel that uh we're We're onto something big, so you know change isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you're looking for a a new change, if you will, um, feel free to uh, reach out. We're we're happy to provide that uh, that supportive capacity. And again, you know we're uh, we've walked in your shoes. Most of the people over at Accelerant have come from the uh, the program administrator MGI side of the house, and uh, we've um, we've dealt with your frustrations in the past. So that's why we're we're doing things absolutely uh, differently and giving the uh, the traditional carrier model an overhaul. So they could always reach out to me at uh, Aaron.DicaprioXLINS.com and I'd be happy to to chat. Or you can hit me up on on LinkedIn too.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Aaron. We'll be sure to put those contact details on the on the show notes so the listeners can reach out straight to you and i'm sure there'll be many lead underwriters and mgas who are looking for a partnership at the moment and it's, it sounds like what you're doing there accelerant provides a lot of value so i hope that uh, this this certainly helps with that Aaron, thank you so much for your time today it's been a real pleasure to have you in the insurance coffee house. it's been great to learn all about accelerant and and the great work you're Doing there. So thank you for your time today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Nick. Appreciate uh appreciate the time spent with everybody. Thanks.
1: To all the insure leaders and insurance leaders, wherever you're listening in the world today, we thank you for joining us and we hope that you got a lot of great advice from Aaron. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show. I'd like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent. Please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Codley. This has been the Insurance Coffeehouse Global Insure Tech Series. Take care.
0: You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.